This is Carrie Stellar, the Stellar One, aka Little Big Facts. I am back. Coming to you live from my house. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't get to make it into the studio this evening, so we are in the house. I had done a little live earlier to kind of get everybody a little amped up as to what this podcast will be about. I'm going to get it up probably right after this. It is 6.30 on a wonderful Monday evening in New York on the East Coast. Coming off of a really fantastic weekend with my friends, we went to an awesome Trump rally. We go to one almost every weekend, sometimes, you know, some event. Well, maybe a couple times a week now. Um, if it's not a rally, it's an event of some sorts, and we get to hang out with like-minded people, and it's just awesome. And I don't know, there must have been at least more than 10,000 cars, way more than 12,000 people at this event on Saturday. It was a rally. It was a back-the-blue rally. First, it started out as a Trump one, and then we caravaned from the Whitman Mall to Eisenhower Park. It's a pretty decent drive. And, uh, I mean, it was just incredible. It was insane. It was a really great day. And um, this weekend, it was either going to be Saturday going to a caravan out east or going to Trump Towers on Sunday. I think we're going to go to Trump Towers on Sunday, head out there early, maybe earlier than everybody else just to get there. Because that's the problem is that every time anybody goes there or goes to an event, if you don't make it in the middle of the caravan, you don't make it on time to the event because this caravan is, I mean, like I said, thousands of people. So every time, you know, we thought the wave was over, there was just another one and another one. And I don't understand how these people think that uh, the left is going to win anything. I just don't understand it. So it was a really great weekend. I got to go with my BFFs, Lori, Kat, and Zach, and we made up with, met up, made up, met up with Brian, saw Kimmy, and a whole bunch of other people that we see every time we're there. Shout out to Sean O'Connor and Sean Farish for both helping out with this event, both caravans coming from two ends of the island. Actually, I think there might have been three caravans coming from a couple different ends. It was wild. The support on the side of the roads when you're at these things is incredible. And anybody that doesn't want to be a part of it or at least experience it and has the nerve to say that they're, you know, small is just, it's sad. I watched the Trump rallies. I watched the Biden ones. I watched the Obama thing. And, you know, their support on the left is very, very small. The only time that they have the nerve to come out is when it's to counter-protest what we're doing. And it is, by a large, large, large margin, they're outnumbered. There's little to none. Apparently, when you're in the city, they decide to come out and will jump you if you're, you know, like a small grouping. So the smart thing is when you go in, you go in with a larger grouping, you all stay together as much as possible, a couple people do a car, try to get the cars to stay together, because that's what happens is that, you know, at the lights, these, and, and we need the support of the cops this coming Sunday. So I'm going to make some phone calls to some people I know 
because we need the support of the police. They need to be able to close off the roads so that we all get there, you know, in one single file to Trump Tower. That's what I think the destination is from what I'm hearing. So I would like to, you know, be able to get there in one piece with a large group of people and exit in one piece with a large group of people before it gets too late. Because apparently this started early the other day and there was like big fights in the city. And, you know, it's just not right. Like we don't do that to them. We don't go to their riots and show up and, you know, counter protest their riots. Like, you know, and, and, and dude, this guy got soccer kicked into the road for hitting this Trump supporter in the back of the head. It was pretty awesome to see live. They kept on replaying it. Listen, if you're going to come to one of these things and you're going to try to pull some shit, expect that you're going to get some shit back. Trump supporters aren't taken anymore. We're done. We're not going to take your bullshit. No more bullshit. We're not going to be okay with it. We're not going to let you guys fight and literally attack Trump supporters. Females. There were people that jumped females and it wasn't just women. They said it was men. This is disgusting. It's not okay. What are they supporting at best? I don't understand. And with that, the bombshell breaking news that has been coming out all week, the Hunter Biden laptops are in scene laptop, hard drive, whatever. It's insane. I was listening to Steve Bannon's live podcast this morning. They had on a, I believe she might've been a trafficking expert attorney of some sort. Uh, Giuliani was on who had seen the laptop and pictures firsthand. Um, that woman that was on had seen everything firsthand. All of the media, all of them has everything. And if the media isn't saying anything, they are responsible at best. And it's really, really bad. That's why I keep on putting this information out there, guys. It's not okay that the media is complicit by not doing anything. Oh, yeah, they're showing on the news right now. I have OAN on in the background. I love this channel. And they're showing the... It was actually Jews for Trump convoy in the city and maskless rioters were throwing rocks and attacking them. And that's not okay. That doesn't, we don't do that to people. We're not like that. So let me tell you something. When we go into there Sunday and we're with our whole bunch of us, these people try anything, they're going to get, they're going to get hurt. Up oh, there goes the guy with the back of the head. They're not going to show him get soccer kicked. Ooh, some guy tried to uh, pull a guillotine and he didn't know what he was doing. A uh, Trump supporter. Oh, I can't wait to go in there on Sunday. This is pathetic. And you know what the problem is? Again, you had a group, a small group of people get completely, completely, um, they were dispersed. They weren't with their people. And that's the problem. And you're watching all these people get arrested in the streets, all these Democrat losers out there fighting for nothing. It's pathetic. I mean, you know, if we came to a Black Lives Matter thing and did the same thing, We'd end up on the 12 o'clock news being racist, labeled racists and bigots and this and that. But yet, the left is completely allowed to be anti-Semites, and that's okay. And that's literally what's going on. The Democrats are anti-Semites, and I don't understand how anybody's going to vote for them, considering a lot of people that want to vote for them are Democrats. And, you know, the left... Are, a lot of them are Jewish. So how do you feel? How do you feel that this is what's going on in New York City? You can't go to support your president in New York City uh, without getting 
something happened. Rapper offset briefly detained by police near gathering of Trump supporters. Well, he looked like a Trump supporter. Unless he's not, I can't I can't really tell. He looked like one. Um, it's crazy. These people, you know, listen, you don't want to support Trump, that's one thing. But if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna be violent towards us, you know, we're gonna try to be as peaceful as possible, as peaceful as possible. But I can assure you, it's not going to be that much more uh, that much more peaceful anymore. So yeah, so it's just really sad to see what's going on. But the exciting thing is the patriotism on the right-hand side that is absolutely amazing, and I really wish everybody else would join and not be so crazy. And hold on, I'm going to get that blank out. So I feel like when something is meant to be, you just kind of rock with it. And this was meant to be, so we're going to rock with it. The news that just came out, how anybody can vote for Biden at this point is just pathetic. It's really, 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 really sad. And it's not right. He, what's implicated on that laptop is just horrendous on both sides. Because let me tell you, they all knew. And if they all knew, then they all should have said something. And everybody knew. Everybody knew it was on this laptop. Everybody knew it was a problem and nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. The only person that tried to was Jill Biden and they silenced her at best and she should have done more. But anyway, they silenced her and she couldn't do anything about it. Joe knew about it. His brother, Hunter, his brother, God rest his soul. Um, everybody, Everybody knew about it. There were text messages. They were victim shaming, blaming. It was crazy. There was more than one young female on this, and it wasn't just Joe Biden's granddaughter. This was other politicians, really high-profile people's kids, mostly girls. And if they're not having a problem with it, they are absolutely complicit at best, and it is not okay. And anybody that's voting for them at this point and isn't doing their due diligence to go on something, something other than the mainstream media, go on DuckDuckGo and research it. It's all there. It's disgusting. Go on Steve Bannon, whether you like him or not. Uh, I think it's the War Room. I'll look up the exact name. It's on Twitter. And I know they're on YouTube too. And they had well over 13,000 listeners today. And that was live on YouTube. And they were talking about heavily about the laptop. They had Giuliani on. And he was one of the biggest people that talked about it from the beginning. So they had him on. They had a woman on again that was, you know, definitely an expert in this and said that Joe Biden knew about it and should be definitely held accountable. He did nothing. He did nothing to protect a whole bunch of children. Hold on. And if you can't do anything to help a bunch of kids, then you are definitely a problem and should not be running this country or even in any kind of way entertained to be running this country. Anybody that is voting for him, I feel really bad for at this point because it's just the craziest shit I've ever seen heard next to the whole pizza game. Anthony Weiner laptop, which I'm sure after this all comes out, that's probably coming next. And maybe this is a, 
you know, soft red pill to get people used to what's about to come out with that because that shit's pretty crazy. And if they're saying that this is child's play next to that, because that shit was really damning and what Sidney Powell had said about it. I don't know what my personal opinion. I don't know if you could get any worse than what was on Anthony Weiner's laptop. So, I mean, we'll see if it could get worse than that, then shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to know what's on it. But from what I heard, saw, and read, it's pretty damn bad. It's pretty bad. Oh, Steve Bannon. Let's see. It's Steve Bannon's war room. He is definitely on Twitter. Definitely on YouTube. I mean, like him or no, he's awesome. And he was really on fire today with a lot of really good information. And it's just not good. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be really, really upset about it. And I mean, at best, don't be upset. Like, do your research and find out what's really going on. Be upset that you didn't do your research, but now do it. Find out what's going on. Don't be blind and, you know, bury your head in the sand, which I understand when people do that. But when you do that, you are really closing yourself off to the truth. And the truth is so fucking ugly right now. It's so ugly. So I want to get into this weekend's past UFC, which was absolutely amazing. Super excited. I had such a great time watching it by myself, which was awesome. And I got to watch it in bed. It was a day card. I did not remember that it was going to be during the day. So here I am making plans to watch it at my friend's house at night. And lo and behold, it's on at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, that was the main card. The undercard, I think, started at 10 or 11 a.m. It was a long day. And then the next day we had the rally. Anyway... Super excited. A lot of the fights that I called and picked to win won, which really, really excites me. That makes me happy. At least I'm very aware of what's going on, especially in the fight game. And there's a reason why my picks are up on, I forget what website, some betting, sports betting website. I didn't know that it was on there until like the other day. Super excited about that. I should message them and tell them that they should have me write for them, especially my picks if they want to you know, use them anyway. So I called or rather, rather Lauren Braccia and I called on in the girls corner Fridays fights and Fox. We called that Miranda Maverick was going to win her UFC debut. And she did in dominant fashion. A lot of people think it was an early stoppage. Of course, those people are, you know, I don't know what they're watching. When you have a cut that is profusely bleeding and they cannot close it, there is no reason to keep it open. They couldn't close her her cut. The her Miranda's opponent, can't remember her name off the top of my head, had a cut on her nose, on the bridge of her nose that was bleeding so bad. They couldn't pack it. They couldn't stop the bleeding. The doctor had the goal to fight. Rightfully so, honestly. I mean, what were you going to watch her do? Just like bleed out on the canvas. It's ridiculous. So they did what they had to. And I thought it was a really, really, really smart move to stop that fight. So congratulations, Miranda Maverick for your first win and your UFC debut. How much better could that have gone for her? She is a phenom. 
she came up in the ranks of Invicta FC. So I've been following her for a while and really, really excited to see her do big things. And having one that was just amazing. Um, congratulations, Miranda Maverick. And let's see what was else was on that card because I posted a lot and I just don't remember off the top hand of my head because it was such a crazy weekend. But I know that, let me just see, there was so much that was just, uh, it was great. The main event I called, it was going to be amazing. I knew it was. Um, it was amazing. Jared, Jared Cannonier and Robert Whitaker was pretty good. Uh, Lauren Murphy, Lauren Murphy versus Lilia Shakirova. Let's see. I can't remember the exact finish. It was submission. And it's only because again, I had a really long weekend. I'm going to look it up over here. Hold on one second. It was not the same. I think it was a rear naked choke, to be honest with you. I know she had, yep, it was a rear naked choke. And it was her first submission in the UFC, which was absolutely amazing in my personal opinion. In round two, she had a rear naked choke submission over Liliana Shakirova. Then, which I was just so excited because I love Laura Murphy and John Manable Benaducci, my coach and, well, host of his show, Manimal Zone, my co-host on In the Girls' Corner and in life. He's awesome. He he was really excited to see her win. And, um, so we're, we're all really, really excited. I mean, how great is this, right? How great is this? You have females on the rise, hardcore in the UFC. I believe Lauren Murphy might've fought in Invicta at some point. I shouldn't quote that without looking and knowing completely, but you know, I'm just going to say it out of the, out of, right, just right now, just to say it, um, not just to say it, but for real, I think that she definitely did. And it was just, she had a flawless performance in my personal opinion. So I was really excited for her. Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris was another great fight back and forth, super back and forth. And then it wasn't so back and forth. And then <laughs> which wasn't so back and forth. Alexander Volkov had a great TKO over Walt Harris. And Walt Harris is such a game opponent. He's such a nice guy. Robert Whitaker dominated, in my personal opinion, Jared Cannonier, And he took the decision home. It was a great fight. And for our main event of the evening, as I said, Khabib Nurmagomedov would defeat Justin Gagech. I called it, I believe, in the fourth round live on Friday on In the Girls' Corner with Lauren Braccia. Hold on, I'm going to take a hit off my pan because I can. I called that he was going to win in the fourth via submission. He won in the second round via submission. It was Khabib's first triangle from Mount. It was actually amazing. It was one of the best submissions he's had so far, but he dominated. He dominated the first and second round on the feet and on the ground. And I mean, Justin Gagey is just a super game opponent. Everybody thought he was going to knock out Khabib. I said that wasn't going to happen. On Friday, I said that Khabib, and I've said it multiple times, would retire undefeated in the UFC, and he has. He had 13 fights in the UFC, all unblemished. And he's had, oh gosh, what is that? Um, 16 fights outside of the UFC. Unblemished record. I am not surprised at all. I am so excited. He did retire undefeated. And 
I understand completely why his father passed away and I wouldn't want to fight without my coach, father and cornerman there either. So congratulations, Khabib Nurmagomedov on a fantastic career. And we can't wait to see if you ever come back for a possible super fight with me, BGFC, GSP. I know a lot of people want to see that. This weekend, Saturday, October 31st, which is Halloween. Super excited. I cannot wait if you ask me. It is actually going to be a great card. I might go out for it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uriah Hall's fighting Anderson Silva. Whoa, legend fight. That's going to be awesome. Uriah Hall's from New York. Anderson Silva's Brazil. Uh, he's had a great career. Very few losses. His losses, I mean, 34 and 10 is insane. Uriah Hall is 16 and 9. It's just insane if you ask me that they're going to fight each other finally. Legend fight. Can't wait for that. Then we have Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Feely in the co-main event, which I'm really excited. They're both great, great fighters. Andre Feely's been in the game a little bit longer, 21-7-0. So, you know, experience, and he's a great submission artist. So is Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell, I believe he's he got the body twister in his last fight. I could be wrong, or, or the twister, whatever they call it. I could absolutely be wrong, or not in his last fight. One of them, let's see. Bryce Mitchell's submission over, I believe, oh, he's, I believe it was that. I believe it was um, over Matt Salas. So, yeah, I'm excited about that by Kevin Holland versus Mahmoud Muradov. And that is our featured fight for the evening. Pretty excited about that. Pretty excited, although kind of, in my personal opinion, I would have made Maurice Green versus Greg Hardy the featured fight of the evening. That's going to be a fantastic fight as well. The undercard, as always, stacked. Oh, why is the undercard sometimes so much more stacked and they have so much better fights? Let's go, Courtney Casey. Well, it's fighting that's... doesn't say she's fighting anybody. That fight might have gotten scratched. Who the hell knows? We'll find out. She was supposed to be on it. Courtney Casey is like an exciting fighter no matter who she fights, win, lose, or draw. I like watching her. Even though she's a little bit, um, I don't know what the word I'm going to try to look for, but she's a little bit of that. Oh, Sean Strickland versus Jack Marshman's on that card. That should be really, really great. I'm kind of excited about that. And then the main event is on that card is Chris Grutzmacher versus Alexander Hernandez. That should be really exciting. I know there's a lot of really great fight nights coming up, which I'm really excited about. Not just fight nights. There's just great fight cards coming up, so... You know, life is good. I know Bellator has some great cards also coming up, and theirs have been at Mohegan Sun lately. If they let us in the arena, I would go. I miss live fights so much. Let's see. Where is this? When is this? Mohegan Sun. It is this weekend, oddly enough, or rather this Thursday. Um, Gegard Musasi is fighting Douglas Lima. Oh, okay, so it's a fight weekend, Thursday. That's exciting. Um, Brandon Gertz is fighting Henry Corrales. Vida Ortega is fighting Desiree Yanez, and that's not the biggest main card up. Again, we got a crazy undercard. Um, let's see if there's anybody I know on here. Nick Newell fighting Zach Zane. Excited about that. Then we got, that's Connecticut's own Nick Newell. Um, Cody Law versus Orlando Ortega. I believe he's from New York too, like, or from the surrounding area. If not, it's somebody I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it is. Let's see. Is there any, is there any information? No, 
they're not going to let us have any information. Then we have, don't know them, J.K. Gar versus Brandon Calton. I can't believe that's on the undercard. They're going to move him up for sure. Adam Borix for sure will be moved up versus Eric Sanchez. That should be a really great fight. And Dalton Rasta versus T. Uh, Ty Werder. I'm not sure, but I think that uh, I would be shocked if they didn't move a couple of those fights up. Um, another one in at Mohegan Sun, and that would be November 5th. I would not try to go up for that, I'll be honest with you. Everybody knows why. I don't even need to say. My eyes bother me. I poked myself in the eye earlier. So that's, you know, your fight weekend, folks. It should be pretty good. I'm pretty excited. Again, I don't know what's going to go on. You got Biden that confused President Trump with George W. Bush. That's pretty crazy. You know, if you guys follow Q, guys, that is a definitely a... I don't know, a cue proof in my opinion, if you ask me. So there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I don't know how people aren't seeing what's really going on, aren't extremely concerned and disturbed with what they've heard about Hunter Biden. You know, regardless if you think it's true or conspiracy, it's definitely worth looking into. And if you don't, you're doing yourself a real disservice. And, you know, people can't sit there and go, oh, you're, you're a Nazi, you're this, you're that, if they're voting for a pedivore and a bunch of people that are corrupt and covered it up, which in fact, absolutely, absolutely happened. It absolutely happened. This isn't like, a, you know, a fake, a cover up, a conspiracy. This isn't a Russian, Russian hoax, disinformation, blah, 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 blah. This is real. What do we got? What just came out? What just came out? Uh, Justin, Germany calls for United States and Europe to form United Front on China. Ooh, I like that. And considering we've done a lot of peace talks with a lot of countries, uh, UAE and Israel, Saudi Arabia, I can't remember what else, but I know there's been like three or four countries added to that list. They're just like all running to join. And I mean, I don't blame them. And who? Who the fuck knew that Donald Trump was going to end up being the president of of peace? I mean, like, really? Well, I mean, I did, and he kind of did. They said to him, are you going to get a Nobel Peace Prize? And he said it would be for world peace. And lo and behold, looks like he might get it for world peace. I'm pretty excited for him, guys. I'm excited for this election to get over with. That way, these crying liberals can get over themselves and we could get on with life, hopefully, because this is not okay anymore. I want to go to live fights. I want to go to concerts again. I want to live. I'm over this shit. I'm over it. And you guys should be too. They're taking away our freedoms. It's not okay. I'm more concerned with people taking away our freedoms and being so willing to do so than a virus that is... Not killing as many people as they said, and you know, the numbers going up, the numbers are going up. I don't buy that at all. I'm sorry. And if they are, if in fact they are, then it is solely because of the reason that I had said from the beginning, and I was absolutely right that masks are going to be our downfall. Why is that? Because we need healthy immune systems, and when you have a bunch of idiots out there covering their face all the time, they are literally suppressing their immune system and the germs that you should have healthy bacteria. You should be touching it that way. Oh, my hand hurts so bad. I hope I didn't fuck it up. 
if you don't have healthy bacteria, you're not going to be able to fight bad bacteria. You need it. So to be in contact with germs is super important. And that's why I'm like, fuck it. You know, when I'm out there at these rallies, I don't even care. Not that I don't care and not that I'm not aware that there's something going on out there, but like, come on. There's a reason why we're having a spike and it's because we've done enough to suppress people's immune systems and haven't done anything to boost them, haven't promoted any healthy means of doing so, working out, certain vitamins, certain kinds of mushrooms. I talk about them all the time, chaga mushrooms, turkey tail. I mean, if people had done this, maybe you wouldn't be seeing what they're calling a third wave. And I truly believe it's because we've done ourselves a disservice and just listened to what the bullshit mainstream media and the cronies of scientists that have been paid to lie and signed all sorts of non-disclosure agreements so they can't tell us the truth even if they wanted to and it's really really sad and it's not right and I mean fair isn't even the word it's just not right so Nancy and her son caught in massive Ukraine energy scandal now you know why she's trying to get rid of Trump and her and her kid are just as dirty as the Bidens and it's all about to be released that makes me happy that these people are finally, finally going to pay for what they've done. This is the show, guys. This is it. it. Is the show. This is it. Get your popcorn out, guys, because I can't see this not being real. This is the way to get her out. And how are they going to have an election? How are they going to have an... I, I don't get it. I mean, it's got to be fake if they do. You know, enough of the media propagating a lie that Trump is going to lose because at this point... There's no way, no way. Once people find out that this shit is absolutely true, they are going to lose their mind. I would. I would lose my fucking shit if the guy that I was like hoping and hoping and hoping and hoping and hoping would be a hope like they were all hoping Obama would. And look at what happened with that. He wasn't. He was another piece of shit. So this is going to be pieces of shit on pieces of shit. How many pieces of shit do we have to deal with in politics? Trump said it. The swamp is deep, but I didn't know it was this deep. Well, neither do we. And now we're all finding out. And you're seeing the mainstream media cover it up, which they're complicit at best. I'm watching OAN. Senator Cotton calls out the media over suppressing the Hunter Biden story. Ooh, Tom Cotton. If that's Tom Cotton. I think it is. Um, which, no, that would be Fitton. Sorry. Senator Cotton calls out the mainstream media over suppressing the Hunter Biden story. This is super important. They really have, and it's not right, and they should be held accountable. When you're in a profession, certain professions, and you find out criminal activity and you keep it from the public and don't share it with law enforcement, enforcement, you should be held accountable. I don't understand it. In any other world, in any other country, if it was anybody else, a normal citizen, and you did all of this, especially the uh, the money, especially the money scandal, you'd be in jail for fucking ever. As a matter of fact, you'd be Martha Stewart. But because it's the Bidens and because it's the left, nothing happens to them. Well, I think their day is coming. I really, really, truly believe that their time is coming and there's absolutely nothing that they could do about it. I believe the the whole plan is actually happening and they can't stop it. And nothing, nothing is telling me that that's fake. Nothing. 
my gut is telling me, my soul is telling me that everything that I have read and heard is absolutely real. Watching what I'm seeing on TV, watching the media, cover it up, cover it up, getting shadow banned, losing half of my accounts. That's another thing. I, I haven't had time to uh, be on here and do a podcast. I've been trying to get you know, some podcasting accounts back, some social media accounts that got taken from me. So it's been really, really hard. And uh, I haven't had the time to come on and talk to you guys, but now I have it. I'm excited. I feel like it's here. I feel like the day of reckoning has come, so to speak. I really wish my friend Zach or Katrina was here, Kat, sorry, to do a podcast with me. They both said they were going to, and they've been, no, I'm kidding. I think they're going to come, or at least Kat is Thursday night, and we're going to break some of this nonsense down that's going on that nobody's talking about. And it's because nobody wants to. And look, again, I said it. I get it. I wouldn't want to find out that Donald Trump was a pedophile trafficker either. But if I did, I would be the first person to say, like I do about everybody else, string him up. If you are, if you're fucking around with kids, I'm sorry. String him up. Get rid of him. So if I find that out, you know, yeah, I'd be upset. But I wouldn't sit there and deny it. And come up with every excuse under the sun. Am I going to have to feel bad for Hunter Biden? Yes. Have I made peace with that? Absolutely. I mean, we're literally going to have to feel bad for this guy. Because he's been treated like shit. He has been... The most disgusting things that you could ever imagine have happened to him at the hands of his family. So, you know, there is a part of me that's going to feel bad. But there's also a major part of me that's like, no, sorry, You did the most disgusting things ever could be done to a human person. I cannot feel bad for you whatsoever. So it's a major struggle that I'm having in my heart. I don't know what to do. It's hard. Any person that doesn't say it's hard and doesn't have a hard time with all of this information is just absolutely crazy. And again, it, they're as crazy as the people that are looking past it and just going, I, I mean, I get it. If you want to bury your hand, head in the sand, that's fine. But at least at the very least, ooh, did I just see what I thought I saw? Hunter Biden th- broke his sobriety and threw a massive pass at party at a priceless, pricey Los Angeles mansion. Let's look that up. All right, folks, get ready for this. Guarantee you this is going to lead to a crazy story. I just have a feeling the rumors that I heard is absolutely true. There's no way that it's not. Hunter Biden storms out on the family, breaks sobriety, rented a mansion in Beverly Hills, and it's not going to end well. I'm telling you guys right now. I said it on Facebook, and you're hearing it here. I'm telling you, you're going to hear it here first. He didn't Epstein himself. That's all I got to say. Because all the rumors I heard, I believe, are absolutely true. And seeing this and hearing all the news of him breaking his sobriety, which I'm not shocked. If I, if the, all that shit came out about me, I that might happen too. But you want to know what? I'm not a disgusting human being. I'm not a fucking gross person. I'm sorry. Not all victims become offenders. Not all victims become predators. And this guy is a fucking predator, and there is a reason. Because he was treated disgustingly. I'm absolutely convinced. I'm I'm absolutely convinced. Court reinstates conviction of Hunter Biden's associate. Oh, that's not good. This is bad. These people don't understand what's about to happen. And, you know, I think this is just a 
soft psyop to get people ready for what they're going to hear about the rest of the family and when the whole thing comes out about Hillary and all that shit. This is just a soft little red pill. This is teeny tiny red pill. The Hunter Biden is just going to get... It's just going to get everybody prepared for what's about to happen. And I'm going to watch this. So, obviously, the Biden campaign is saying it's completely untrue. But the Daily Mail, the Sun, One America, EuropeanNewsMagazine.com, What'sNewsToday.com, and I believe, nope. <clears throat> that's not it. So that's it. Right now, just those news channels are breaking this story. Nobody else is because, surprise, surprise, they all suck. They all suck. They all are absolutely a problem and cannot put this story up because they don't want to be the guys to go and be the whistleblowers against a deep state. But you know what? When you have this kind of information, you should, you should fucking have to say it. I'm sorry. And... Every single one of them should be held accountable for not doing so. So, guys, right now that's all I got to say. I'm sure I'm going to come back with a whole bunch of stuff for the rest of the week. I have a feeling it's boom week. It's got to happen at some point. And, uh, yeah, so I will talk to you guys hopefully maybe tomorrow, definitely Thursday, possibly Wednesday. Have a wonderful Monday evening. Again, this is Carrie Stellar, the Stellar One, Little Big Facts. You can find me everywhere. Just type my name in. I'll come up. Carrie Stellar on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You'll find all my little channels because I had to make a, quite a few when we got, you know, we're part of the purge, the social media purge. And uh, it is what it is. It means I'm doing something right. So, guys, have a great Monday. And we'll talk to you soon.